the evidence is uncontradicted that the president used taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard... February 6, 2024. I'm Dave Rubin. This is the Rubin Report. And you may notice we are in a different studio. That's right. We are live from Rumble's brand new studios here in the swamp in Washington, D.C. Yeah, it's happening, people. Uh, as you guys know, Rumble and locals have studios in Miami and Sarasota. We've shot some stuff uh, at on location at debates and things like that. But this is a permanent studio open as of today. I think this is the first full live stream that they're doing. Uh, we already shot an interview with Senator Rand Paul this morning. I was over at the Capitol uh, with Jim Jordan this morning. We're gonna show you some video of that uh, probably tomorrow. Uh, there were a lot of trans flags over there. These people have taken over and they want to swap out your genitals. Who knows what's going on over there? Uh, anyway, it's total coincidence that this studio is opening today in the midst of what is a crazy day here in D.C. with this border fight because everybody is in town. Basically, every senator, every congressperson is here. They're fighting out this border thing. We're going to dive into that. Later today, I'm interviewing Ted Cruz, Chip Roy, Marsha Blackburn, Tom Cotton. We are trying to get Democrats. We have requested many Democrats, including John Fetterman, who I personally reached out to, we would love to sit down with some Democrats. I'm not that scary. So if you're a Democrat or if you're a supporter of a Democrat or you know a Democrat, tell them. Dave Rubin's in D.C. He's willing to sit down with you guys and I'll treat them as respectfully as I would treat anyone else. Uh, but we are going to dive mostly into the border stuff uh, for today. You may be wondering why we cold opened you with that Eric Swalwell famous farting moment on MSNBC. And the reason is... I took the team out for dinner last night. We went to a steak joint and check out who was right behind me over there. That's right. That's Eric Swalwell having dinner. And <laughs> the guy smells because he's farting all the time. We're going highbrow today. Uh, but all right, let's let's uh, let's dive right into everything. I think really what, set, what will set us up kind of for the, for the border nonsense is that everyone in this town seems to agree on one thing publicly or privately, which is that something is not right with Joe Biden. So Joe Biden gave a speech this morning, and we're going to play this for you. And there's a little bit of confusion here. Let's see if you can figure it out for yourself. If not, I'll help you on the other side. People have pled guilty. You know, I, right, right, right after I was elected, I went to a, what they call a G7 meeting, all the NATO leaders. And it was in, it was in the south of England. And I sat down and I said, America's back. And Mitterrand from Germany, I mean, from France, looked at me and said, uh, said, you know, what, why, how, how long are you back for? And I looked at him and the, and the Chancellor of Germany said, what would you say, Mr. President? If you picked up the paper tomorrow in the London Times, and the London Times said a thousand people break through the House of Commons, break down the doors, two bobbies are killed in order to stop the election of the Prime Minister, what would you say? I never thought about it from that perspective. What would we say if that happened in another democracy around the world? All right, there's a couple things going on there. First off, he has one eye closed for some of it. The ball chin thing is happening, but that's not really the... Error. The error, of course, is he says Mitterrand from Germany. 
Uh, he's referencing Jacques Mitterrand, who was the prime minister of France, uh, but that was a while ago. That was 1981 to 1995, and he died in 1996. And Joe Biden is saying that he saw him uh, shortly after he was sworn in to be president. So that kind of, the reason I wanted to show you that clip, I know we can always show you, Joe Biden doesn't know where he is and he's stumbling and mumbling and wandering off into the forest. But everyone in this town is kind of like, that's not the guy that's really in charge. We don't know. Everyone has their own theory on who really is in charge. And then you wonder why we get these crazy bipartisan border deals that nothing makes sense and it's spending for Ukraine and a whole bunch more. It's like the guy who's supposed to be in charge is actually uh, not in charge. So let's actually jump into uh, some of what's going on here. There is a bipartisan Senate deal on the border. Now, remember, they have been telling us for months and months on mainstream media and basically every Democrat from Biden to Kamala to Mayorkas on down has been telling us there is no border crisis, right? Finally, then, in the last couple of weeks, mostly because on Twitter, videos of just rampaging people through the border are getting out there. Finally, they're admitting there's a bit of a problem. So then they get a bipartisan, that means a Republican senator and a Democrat senator. Uh, so in this case, it's Oklahoma's Lankford and Chuck Schumer from New York. He's the Democrat, obviously. They come together with a bipartisan border deal. Now, we don't need any extra deals here because we don't need any extra laws. We have all the laws on the books to close the border. The Democrats have decided not to do that. Uh, they've got this bipartisan deal. When they say bipartisan, what that really means is they're both screwing us, both parties screwing us over. Uh, here is James Langford, again, one of the authors of the deal, on with Jake Tapper uh, discussing what this deal is all about. Here's a claim being circulated on Twitter or X by Elon Musk, who posted, quote, the long-term goal of the so-called border security bill is enabling illegals to vote. It will do the total opposite of securing the border, unquote. Now, I know that Elon Musk is not an expert on illegal immigration or the border, but he has a huge megaphone. Um, he does. Explain what he's talking about here. Is he wrong? Uh, well, I, I think he needs to go back to doing the two million Teslas that are currently being recalled right now to be able to focus in on that. No, it's not focused on trying to be able to get more illegals to vote. That's absurd uh, in the process. On it, it is against the law for anyone that is not a citizen of the United States to be able to vote in the United States in any federal election. That remains so. Obviously, we're not dealing with that. It's a bit of a beautiful moment in that clip because it's what they're not really telling you that really is the story. I mean, it's just a setup, right? Jake Tapper is bringing up Elon Musk and Lankford's got his canned line about the Teslas with Elon. Uh, but Elon is bringing up a good point that we all know. There is definitely some sort of policy or plan with the Democrats to bring in all of these people. They are putting stress on the system, but the hope is if they give them enough stuff, they will become Democrat voters. I don't think that's a grand conspiracy. I think it's fairly obvious, and most people are kind of saying it under their breath in this town. But they're going after Elon because Elon has bought Twitter and allowed most of us to know that there's a problem here in the first place. Uh, Elon then retweeted a video of Greg Abbott on Fox News. And of course, this really... This all escalated about two weeks ago because Greg Abbott decided that he was going to protect the border of Texas because the federal government refuses to do their own job. So Elon Musk retweeted a video and he wrote absolutely true. And let's show you that video from Fox right now. Biden says he needs Congress uh, to give him the power to do whatever he needs to do to secure the border. The fact is, as we all saw from what President Trump did, 
the president of the United States has the power. I must emphasize this. Uh, there is an obligation. There are laws uh, in the United States uh, that require the president to deny illegal entry of any I illegal immigrant. And then if they do get into the United States, he has a legal obligation to detain those illegal immigrants. Joe Biden is failing at both of those duties. And that's exactly what gives Texas the authority uh, to make sure that we can step up and secure our own border and protect our own state through self-defense. The laws are on the books. We have a border. The president is supposed to defend it. And once we have all the illegals here, they are supposed to be rounded up and kicked out. The, the very notion of a sanctuary state or a sanctuary city is not legal in and of itself. And we now know that plenty of people who are living in these cities, who are seeing their services go to other people and their tax dollars go to other people, like the $53 million worth of credit card uh, dollars that they are gonna give to the illegals in New York City, we covered that yesterday, people are actually starting to be pissed. So what the fight is about right now is whether this thing is going to pass and whether we need more laws, more regulations, more power to the swamp that I'm in right now to do the very things that it's not doing, that it has the power to do right now and it's not doing. If we just had more laws to do the things that we're not doing, would they do them? I think not. Anyway, there is a big fight, a Bruin, because James Lankford, who again, he's a Republican. This is a bipartisan deal they're trying to push through. Uh, he's getting a lot of crap from right-leaning people who are like, this whole thing is BS. So Lankford tweeted this, the border emergency authority has been the most misunderstood or maybe just misrepresented parts of the bill. Some people have said it would mean 5,000 people a day are coming into the country every day. This is absurd and untrue. Uh, a guy by the name of Steve Dennis, who is a Bloomberg congressional reporter, he wrote, I don't see anything in the bill that legalizes 5,000 people crossing illegally into the US every day. That's just the threshold for Title 42-like authority with more teeth than Title 42. And then Kirsten Cinema, who is, is she now an independent? Is she technically an independent? Was a Democrat, saw the, how crazy they are. She is now technically a independent. She tweeted out this. This provision is getting woefully and perhaps purposely misconstrued. The border automatically closes when migrant encounters reach 5,000. That does not mean that 5,000 migrants are permitted to enter the country every day. So you might be hearing all of that and go, Dave, we've been watching the show over the last couple of days. You've referenced this 5,000 migrants that can come in illegally every day, but they're saying no. Well, actually, I am right. And when we had Brock open up his trusty iPhone and multiply 5,000 times 365 days a year, that is about 1.8 million illegals. And yes, they will be allowed in here. So unfortunately for Lankford and Cinema. And uh, this Bloomberg reporter, yes, you can now be fact-checked in real time on X, which is exactly what's happening. So here's Greg Price, who's an actual journalist. He wrote this uh, with actual evidence from the bill itself. Not only does this bill codify 1.5 million illegal border crossings into law, but the border emergency that automatically gets implemented at 5,000 crossings per day in a week can be overturned by Joe Biden. And in case 1.5 million illegals isn't enough, it also locks in green card giveaways through 2030. Uh, he continues, great news for everyone coming onto our southern border. If you cross it illegally, get arrested, and Mayorkas's stooges decide you are entitled to protection, they will now be able to give you an automatic employment authorization thanks to Mitch McConnell and James Lankford. So, okay, so this seems to be the key part of this right now. 
we have all of the laws to stop the illegal immigration, the very issue that they kept telling us for months and months wasn't happening. Now they're acknowledging it's happening. And now they are literally from Lankford on the Republican side to Kirsten Cinema on the independent side, but all the Democrats, because the Democrats want more of this illegal immigration, they are all telling us that this 5,000 illegal immigrants a day thing is not real. It is real. It is, I mean, we literally just showed you the part of the text that is in the bill. It is real. And I've been asking some other people while I'm in town here. Uh, anyway, it sounds like this thing is dead on arrival. It does not look like it's going to pass uh, in the House. And here is Mike Johnson, the Republican leader of the House, saying this thing ain't going anywhere. We, we did th read through it, Laura, and it did not take long to realize that this is dead on arrival. There's no way we could bring this through the House. The Senate expects us to pass a, a bill, a piece of legislation that you just did a great job dismantling here. What it would do is actually further incentivize illegal immigration. It would not resolve any of the problems, not reform in any meaningful way, the broken asylum system, the broken parole process, and all the things that have created this catastrophe. And by the way, meanwhile, it further empowers the very cabinet secretary who designed and created this mess. They don't follow federal law. Why would we do this anyway? But the bill itself would actually do more harm than good. And that's why we've said it's, it's a non-starter over here in the House. Mr. Speaker, are you going to be able to stop this bill? We're going to do everything within our power. I, when I say it's dead on arrival, I mean dead on arrival. Um, we, we, we're going to have to work this every other angle that we can and ensure that we're taking care of our responsibilities here. The House Republicans are dug in and ready to do that. The point of all of this is everyone knows it is unnecessary. Uh, by the way, there's $60 billion in this thing for Ukraine. What that has to do with our southern border and immigration, nobody knows. I just had Rand Paul here who was really going off on that. I think we're going to post that for you uh, tomorrow. But yes, this thing, it does not sound like it will uh, pass well, it doesn't sound like it's going to pass in the Senate. We'll see about that. But it is not going to pass in the House for sure. But again, that then leaves us in this weird position that we're in, right? We're at the beginning of February right now. We have an election in November. So does it? do they just keep rampaging through the border and then the hope I guess if you're a sane person who wants America to continue, is that Trump wins in November and by January of next year, which is 11 months from now, then we can start reversing all of this. How many more million people will have gotten in by that point? I mean, that, that really is the question. But before we continue, I wanna to talk to you guys about Gravity Defier Shoes. Guys, I wanna tell you something that's been making my days a whole lot easier. Gravity Defier Shoes. These shoes are something else, people. Everyone knows Dave Rubin's a fan of comfortable footwear, but these shoes take it to a whole new level. More than just shoes, they're basically clouds for your feet. I'm not kidding. In a double-blind study by Olive View UCLA Medical Center and published in the Journal of the American Podiatric Medical Association, participants experienced 85% less knee pain. It's the most powerful shock absorption system put into a shoe. Gravity Defier has patented VersoShock technology. It's like a mini trampoline in your shoes, whether you're strolling through the park, running errands, or even lounging at home, these shoes have got your back or I should say your feet. Even better, they're stylish. You get both comfort and style that looks good and feels great. And here's a little extra love for our listeners. Use code RUBEN30 for an exclusive $30 off 150 or more. Yeah, you heard it right. A little gift from Gravity to Fire to your feet. Experience the miracle that is Gravity to Fire where comfort meets innovation. And now back to me. All right, so what is Joe Biden doing? You might wonder, right? We played the clip of him last night. The guy thinks that the now dead president 
of France is the current president of Germany. This is a bit of a problem. Uh, but Joe Biden, we've not only seen precipitously that his cognitive abilities have crumbled in the last three or four years, but almost all of the policies that he is instituting right now are the reverse of the policies that he was running on. Remember, when he was running, the whole idea was, oh, it's just old Joe Biden. He's a moderate. He'll stop all the crazies, right? He'll stop the onslaught coming from the progressives. He's done no such thing, right? I mean, he's completely exacerbated it and escalated it. Uh, to prove that theory, uh, here's Joe Biden back in 2020 when he was running for president. My question to you is if an individual is living in the United States of America without documents, and that is his only offense, should that person be deported? That person should not be the focus of deportation. We should fundamentally change the way we deal with them. Congratulations, Joe Biden. You have fundamentally changed the way we deal with immigration. Now, we can have some debate as to what we do with the people that are here, right? So there's Joe Biden. I'll, I'll sort of give him credit, I suppose. There he's saying, look, if somebody got here illegally and they're here and they're working and they have no other criminal history or anything else, he's saying we shouldn't deport them. Now, that's up for debate, but like that's not really what this is about. What the real issue is, is that he has opened up the border. Trump closed the border. He was called racist. He wanted to build a wall and have Mexico pay for it. Trump has subsequently admitted that uh, Mexico was never going to pay for it. There was no mechanism there. But the point is the illegal border crossings, we showed you a graph on this last week. When Trump was president, illegal border crossings were about 300,000 a year. They've hit over 2.5 million a year. So they've basically 10x almost. This is a bit of a problem. And then, of course, what happens is the mainstream media ignores it while it's happening in Texas and Arizona. When do they get upset? They get upset when they make it up to Martha's Vineyard, when they make it up to New York City, or when they make it up to America's murder capital, Chicago. Here is Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson. He's very upset because the guy's under a lot of stress. He's got, you know, his, his citizens are all shooting each other. Now you've got these people coming in and they're kicking people out of homeless shelters. Uh, and he's got other problems. I have children who attend schools who have soccer games, y'all. You know, you all are asking me as if I'm not a parent in this city. I get it. I'm mayor. I get it. But you're asking me to give you a date. And I have to court. Do you understand that you have not had a mayor like me? I get that. I have a wife. I have children. They have schedules. And plus, we still have public safety that we have to address. We still have the unhoused that we have to address. I still have a budget that I have to address. And I'm doing all of that with a black wife raising three black children on the west side of the city of Chicago. I am going to the border as soon as possible. That poor man, he's got a black wife and black children. How are we asking him to have a job at the same time? Dude, do you know what you signed up for? You're the mayor of Chicago, the place where they kill. Can we get the numbers? How many people were shot in Chicago this past weekend? We like getting those numbers. You're the mayor, so what? You have to take your kid to soccer. I got a black wife. Well, how the hell do you want me? What do you, what do you, what do you think I'm doing over here? Like, okay, other people with black wives have jobs. Like, you gotta do your freaking job. But you can see, this is it's such a perfect example of what progressivism has led itself to, right? Like, or what it ultimately leads to, which is that you get a bunch of incompetent buffoons doing all of the worst things. And then he's also the victim, right? He's the victim because he has to take his kid to soccer and that's a pain in the ass. Oh, wow. 
low numbers out of Chicago this weekend. Only two people were killed in Chicago this weekend by gunfire. Only 11 shot. That's got to that has got to be an all time low. That is. Well, I guess he's doing something when he's taking his kid to soccer. Apparently, that's nice. Anyway, the point of all of this, guys, is that more and more people are waking up. I don't think the solutions are going to come from the government. It happens to be nice to see that Greg Abbott is doing the right thing in Texas, and now he has 25 other Republicans doing the right thing. I don't think the answers and the solution are going to come from this town. I will ask many of the senators and congressmen uh, that I sit down with over the next couple hours about just that. Uh, but more and more people are realizing there is a problem. And that actually, that's the key thing at the moment, right? Because a month ago, most people didn't realize there's a problem. Now, the fact that Greg Abbott did this, it escalated it into the mainstream. We got this bipartisan deal. It doesn't look like it's gonna happen, but more people are talking about what is obviously a problem. I thought this was interesting. This is a professor at Penn State University basically explaining why the Democrats are trying to overrun the country with illegals. On the migration, uh, like on the border, right? Border patrol, like close it down a little bit, like whatever, but we don't, but it just keeps going. And it makes me think the people that are running the shop must for some reason want to have this unfettered immigration flow, including undocumented workers. Because otherwise we would just pass a law that says you can't do that. Like, or we would tell these, like uh, the, the authorities, the people, who would be deputized, the people who are gonna rent it to folks, like pick them up off the streets and do something. It's just bizarre to me that we just let it happen. And by we, I mean the people that are making the laws and enforcing the laws, because it's not the three of us, it's somebody else. It's people that are like holding the strings up here and they don't. So we got this constant immigration flow and we got about 11 million undocumented workers in the United States right now undocumented people. All right, so with that professor, it's good to know that there are still some sane professors at some sane universities. What he's saying is that this, there is a giant multinational shell game being played right now. We are moving people all over the globe. We are moving people all across borders and you cannot pretend it is not intentional, right? So you don't have to think uh, that Joe Biden is doing it intentionally because we don't know who's, I mean, every, literally everybody in this town that you talk to, nobody thinks he's running the show. Everyone knows it. You don't think he's running the show. I don't think Dr. Jill Biden thinks he's running the show, et cetera, et cetera. We all get that. But the point is it has to be intentional at this point. You know, there were a lot of people for months and months, oh, well, you know, it's like the Democrats like immigrants more and, you know, whatever. And then, and then more and more people have realized, as you just see thousands of people rampage through the border, again, they're always fighting age, it's always men, 25 to 35, where are the women, where are the old, old people, et cetera, et cetera. Then you start realizing, oh, whoever is in charge, whoever is pulling those strings, as he referenced, they actually want this. And the question is, do they want this because they just want our cities to be overrun and our services destroyed so they can usher in some, some new system? Do they want it so that you get all of these people on the dole and once you're on the dole, you end up voting for Democrats pretty much forever, see black people in America? That probably is it, that probably is it. Uh, but guys, there are some answers and the answers, again, are not coming from this town. You know where the answers are coming from? They're gonna come from individual states that are just gonna say enough is enough. So that's what Greg Abbott did in Texas, and that's what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida. They have now unveiled a, a piece of legislation in Washington, and, and I think you'll, people are starting to point out you know, what a farce it is to basically say that 
you only shut the border down once 5,000 people a day come illegally, which is about 2 million a year. So that's basically legalizing illegal immigration. Uh, and there's so many other things that are wrong with it. But I just think taking a step back, what it shows me is it just shows me the contempt that these people in D.C. have for American taxpayers. Uh, I mean, the amount of money they want to send uh, all around the world, the amount of money that they're uh, uh, saying that they're going to use for border, but it's really going to go to facilitate more of the problem. Uh, I just think the whole thing is a farce. The fact of the matter is the president has the authority to secure the country's border. You don't need a new piece of legislation to do that. Just do it. Uh, and if you did it, I think a lot of people would be pleasantly surprised that you did it. But what this is, this is just another dog and pony show out of Washington. It will not solve a problem. Uh, it will just exacerbate uh, the problem even further. And so I don't think it's likely has much of a chance. Uh, but, you know, you never know with the folks that we've got in Washington, D.C. nowadays. <laughs> and we are live from Washington, D.C., you get the point. I'll even go a step further. The president uh, has the duty to shut down the border. There is an invasion. We have real problems. Remember that COVID thing? What if these people are bringing illnesses into the country? We have no idea. So you can either sit there and think that this bipartisan group of people who are writing more laws, even though we have all the laws on the books to end this thing right now, it could be over by the time I finish this sentence, but it will not be. Uh, you think that they are going to write more laws to close the border while at the same time they're somehow connecting it with another 60 billion from Ukraine on top of the God knows 100 billion that we've given Ukraine already and no one knows where any of that's going and we're protecting their borders and we're paying their pensions and a whole bunch more. I say all of this to tell you that although I will talk to all of these senators and Congress people today, I don't sense that the answers are coming from this place. I sense that the answers will come from independent states doing what's right for their citizens. And actually that is very congruent with all of the ideas that our founders had in the first place. So maybe that is the one, maybe the one good thing that DC is offering us right now is not just a new studio. So I guess there's two things. We got a new Rumble studio and also that they are showing that everyone in this town is so inept, is so corrupt, that actually we will be forced to govern ourselves the way the founders intended in the first place. Wouldn't that be pretty sweet? Guys, this was a bit of an abbreviated show, but we've got 8,000 more interviews today, so thanks for bearing with us. We've got a post-game show coming up on Locals, rubenreport.locals.com if you want to join us. People of the Internet will be delayed slightly today. We'll be live at 1.30 p.m., uh, with we're doing it with Marsha Blackburn people of the internet with Marsha Blackburn okay people of the internet with Marsha Blackburn that's going to be interesting uh, that will be exclusively on Rumble uh, new Twitter account as you guys know Ruben Report Show if you want to catch some show clips uh, oh and we leave you a cold close in case this show wasn't scary enough about the immigration uh, invasion here's what the future will look like in America's cities goodbye Thanks for tuning in to The Rubin Report. You can watch the show live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern and 8 a.m. Pacific on Rumble, Locals, and YouTube. Don't forget to rate, review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And you can join me for the post-game wrap-up every day after the show at rubinreport.locals.com.